Hi, everyone. Mark Goldberg here. No full-length episode today. Instead, I just wanted to take a step back, reflect a little bit on where the podcast has been, and tease a little bit about where it's going. Uh, so at this point, I've done 30 full-length interviews, um, and I, I've loved them all. It's been it's been a real fantastic experience for me, at least, learning uh, the life stories of some people that I've really admired for a very long time that either maybe in grad school I read or I read their books or I follow them on Twitter, and it's just been gratifying to learn a little more about their life and how they arrived at the worldview that I've come to know them by. Uh, so that's been uh, really a fun and interesting process for me. Now, one of my goals early on was to be as conscious as possible about um, diversity issues and specifically gender diversity issues. You know, when you're talking national security, foreign policy, a lot of times it's very easy to fall into the trap of talking only to white men. Um, I haven't done as good job on the racial diversity front uh, and the ethnic diversity for, uh, front, but I aspire to do a much better job on that. On the gender one, you know, I, I think I'm doing pretty good so far of these. Um, so I've done 30 full-length interviews. Of those 30, the individual conversations, like the full-length stories when someone like Jeff Sachs or Luis Arbor tells me her life story, uh, of those, I think I've done about 25, and of those, 12 have been women. Uh, women. So pretty good on that score. Uh, it takes work, and, and I will continue to, to put in the work to do that because it's important to be as inclusive as possible. Another uh, one area where I think I'm failing on the diversity front, though, is, is age. Um, I am 33, uh, about. Uh, most of the people I've spoken to are kind of like the boomer generation or older. Uh, I'd like to include more younger voices. I, just off the top of my head, I've included Jillian York. I've had a good conversation with her. She's about my age, and Arsalan Iftikhar, another person about my age. But I think I, you know, it's worth inviting younger people to this conversation because you know they're making the foreign policy, big foreign uh, foreign policy decisions as well. Um, so I'd like to keep uh, pressing on diversity issues. And if you have complaints, comments, or recommendations on that front, please send them my way. Uh, my actual email is markleongoldberg at gmail.com. Uh, the email I give out publicly is just markleongoldberg.com, and there's like a contact button there. But I'm not posting this one to you in Dispatch. This is only going to people who subscribed on iTunes or in Stitcher. So feel free to send me an email with any complaints, questions, comments. Uh, so that's a little bit, I think, of where we've been. Where we're going um, – you know, I just – my ambition of this podcast is to create something of an oral history uh, of this era of U.S. foreign policy. Um, you know, a lot of the people I've spoken with, you know, their you know, worldview, their lifespan, their experiences range from like the 1960s to today. A few exceptions. A few people have gone a bit longer than that and a few, as I mentioned, have gone a bit shorter uh, but, you know, and there are some some very, like, important touchstones, and it's really interesting to sort of hear their how their worldview and how their perspective on the world evolved when those touchstones, you know, were, were reached. For example, you know, the fall of communism is a big one. September 11th is a big one. And just to, you know, hear in their words, you know, how those events changed their life, changed their worldview, I think, or not in many cases, um, is is particularly valuable. Um, 
so far, I should say that almost everyone I've reached out to has agreed to inter- to the interview, and I'd be happy to name names of the people who have turned me down. Uh, and uh, it's really only two people I can think of off the top of my head who who flat out turned me down: Francis Fukuyama and Madeline Albright. And I do not begrudge them one bit for turning me down. Um, this is not. A million people do not listen to this podcast, and you know they can summon larger audience audiences than I can offer. But let it be known that my my ambition is to one day have such a large large audience for this that it compels them to come on and find time, find forty five minutes to tell me their life story and to talk about foreign policy issues. Um, other than that, people have been really gracious with their time. You know, I should say I'm, I'm going to tease some some future. Um, episodes coming up. George Mitchell, the George Mitchell, is going to speak with me in October, uh, which is absolutely wonderful. One of my heroes, um, you know, just a, a true peacemaker and a, you know, and a senator from Maine. What was his childhood in Maine like? I don't know. We're about to learn. Uh, and how did that contribute to his peacemaking skills? So that was a lot of – I'm very excited for that. A few more in the future. Uh, next week I have um, the first – uh, I think I think the best way to phrase it is the first um, openly gay confirmed U.S. ambassador. Uh, his name is Michael Guest, and now he works on LGBT issues around the world. But I think back in the 90s, and I'll, I'll learn this, that I really don't know, he was the first U.S. ambassador uh, out, publicly out, uh, gay man to be confirmed by the U.S. Senate to serve uh, as a U.S. ambassador. Um, Joseph Nye, soft power guy, he, he's there. Josette Chiron, the former a head of the World Food Program uh, is scheduled to speak with me. Uh, and also I've solicited and enlisted uh, my friend Rebecca Hamilton, who wrote the excellent book um, Fighting for Darfur, a really excellent history of the uh, anti-genocide movement and how it affected uh, U.S. policy in, on Sudan during the Bush administration. She's going to be doing some of the interviews as well because I would love to reach out. I wanted to reach out to her and um, have her, you know, bring in her networks, interview some people, and she's super sharp and super smart. Uh, and actually one person who uh, she uh, put me in touch with interview because she couldn't do it on this specific date is Claire Lockhart. Um, so though that's a little bit of the future that I'm teasing. So this thing is definitely not going anywhere. Uh, and now, you know, I just wanted to – I just want to grow it. Uh, and if you are listening to this – my ramble, my rant right now that's now at six minutes long – uh, it means that you uh, think that what I'm doing has some value. Um, there, I, I need help spreading the word. So there are a couple of things that you can do I would much appreciate. First is if you rate this or write a review on iTunes through you know iTunes and Apple's magic algorithm, it helps boost its rankings. So right now, you know we're you know somewhere mid-size, midway in the rankings. If you write a review and if you rate this, uh, uh, it tells the people at Apple that maybe they should feature this on the homepage of iTunes, which would be fantastic. Uh, another thing I'm working on in the future uh, is a standalone app. Now, there's really no need for a standalone app right now uh, because you can get all the content through iTunes. Uh, however, I just get a sense that there's probably an ease of access issue. If I have create a standalone app for this and you just, you know, uh, you know, every episode will just show up straight on the homepage of your of your iPhone or your Android or your iPad. Um, so uh, you know that's that's basically it. Oh, one other thing I would ask of you all uh, out there is if you email me, if you decide to email me with any of your thoughts, can you just please tell me how you came about to Global Dispatches? How you heard of Global Dispatches? Was it on 
Twitter? Was it on social media? Do you read you on Dispatch? Is that how you found it? Uh, that would really help me because I want to know how to reach better, bigger and, and better audiences. Not better audiences. You're awesome, obviously. You're, you're, you're eight minutes deep now listening to my ramble. Uh, but how to expand my audience because, you know, my true aim is to create a pretty deeply engaged community of people who just, like, care about these stories. Um, so that's about it. I haven't talked about the Thursday style interviews yet. So those have been, uh, great for me. I mean, I've done this sort of almost in lieu of writing a blog post because I, I, these are stories that I follow and I want to learn more about. I want to dive deeper into. So I, you know, record my conversations. It's basically the same conversation I would have if I was interviewing someone for an article or a blog post. And I thought there's value and utility in making that, uh, public. Uh, so that, that's been actually great and it's a, a good way to, to stay relevant stay on top of news but obviously the difference is that there's something more enduring about my long-form interviews that you know a year from now three years from now my conversation with Luis Arbour will be as relevant whereas maybe my you know conversation about the Ebola crisis might uh, with someone from the World Health Organization might not necessarily be as you know relevant so the evergreen content is really what I put most of my energy into uh because you know, I think it'll be kind of la- it will last hopefully forever and create just a testament to this moment in history that we are living in. Uh, so with that, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you very much again. Uh, email me markleongoldberg at gmail dot com with any thoughts, ideas, recommendations of people you'd like me to interview or topics you'd like me to cover, uh, or anything. Any of your thoughts and um, complaints, suggestions. And that's about it. So thank you all again for listening, and we will see you next week. Oh, last thing I should say, the intro and outro music you hear was provided to me by Giancarlo Volcano, who is my brother's brother-in-law and who is an excellent composer. His credits include lots of movies, uh, the show, that, that big Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin show whose name I'm blanking on right now on NBC, but if you've heard of it. He was a, a composer for that. Anyway, the, the song that he uh, let me use is from an album he created called Unfinished Spaces, And the track is called Something Different. So huge thank you to Giancarlo Volcano. Excellent name. uh, Excellent musician. And uh, I'll let the entire song play as an outro to this ramble and rant. So thank you all, and we'll see you later. Bye.
Looking for a trustworthy podcast to bring you unfiltered viewpoints and experiences on global health? Tune into Global Health Matters, the podcast that connects silos and amplifies diverse voices to give you a holistic picture. Each month, Dr. Gary Aslanian from the World Health Organization hosts discussions with guests spanning former ministers of health, award-winning journalists and authors, and frontline public health workers. Join listeners from across 180 countries for an exciting Season 4, launching in June. Global Health Matters is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube.